goodness me. What on earth is this? What a racket. Where's Fred gone? I can see him. I can see his, his hairy little body splashing back towards the shore. Hang on, what's this? He's left a note. Dear Nadia, didn't want to hang around to hear you talk about your books again. Love, Frank. Quite rude, isn't it? Quite rude, Frank. Um, oh, well, not to worry. Feeling a bit peaky, if I'm honest. Um, I had dinner with a couple of parrots last night and they insisted I share their coleslaw and I don't know what they, if they washed it before or anyway, let's not dwell on it. Right, I've got my bottle here with some questions and let's just uncork it. Here we go. Let me just unfurl this piece of paper. So here's my first question. Let's see who it's from. It's from Maisie Chan, previous guest on the island. Hello, Maisie. Uh, lovely to know that you got back safely. Bit sad that you haven't sent a seaplane. But anyway, right. Maisie's question. Do you get the jitters, Nadia? Um, yes, Maisie, I do. Maybe you could tell that when you were speaking to me. I do. I've always been a jitters uh, person, sufferer. Uh, apart from I didn't really have the words to describe that when I was little. So I just used to have tummy aches and I wasn't quite sure why. Um, and yeah, I still do get the jitters. Uh, but you know, as you get older, you figure out ways to kind of calm them down a bit. And I thought I'd try and sneak a couple of those into Jeffrey Gets the Jitters. So you might spot them. Uh, and this is from someone called Jeffrey. Do you agree that Jeffrey is the best name ever? Oh, I mean... Sure. Yes, Jeffrey, it is the best name ever. Even though I almost called it Gerald Gets the Jitters. Everyone decided that Jeffrey is a better name. Uh, but do you go know for Jeff with a G or Jeff with a J? Jeff with a G is the English spelling. Jeff with a G. Uh, Jeff with a J is the American spelling. And I'm happy to have uh, Jeffs of both species in my life. And they are both good people. So here's another question here we go from an anonymous correspondent and it says tackling a weighty topic like anxiety in any book is going to be tricky how do you know you're getting it right or at least not getting it wrong that's a very wise question um i don't know that i'm getting it right i wrote barbara throws a wobbler um a picture book about uh, a cat who has temper tantrums and I was really nervous about it. And at one point I emailed my editor saying, are we actually mad? Is this book, <laughs> you know, is this okay what we're doing? Because it felt a bit strange trying to explore a child's subconscious through the medium of uh, a picture book. So I don't know. I just hope. And I do really trust the people I work with. I've got a really good editor, Andrea. I work with her really closely and we really pick apart every picture and every line of text and make sure we look at it from lots of angles and try and make sure it's kind of watertight and well it's nothing's perfect but you know our intentions are good I should say so we, we just sort of hope that because our intentions are good um, and we are being thorough that we'll hopefully get it right but we won't get it right for everyone I mean there are loads of kids out there and not every book is for every kid so I just try and do the best job I can and maybe I try and communicate a little bit with small Nadia Shireen uh, and see if she likes it and that often helps. 
Thank you for that question. This is getting pretty deep. Can I tell you why this is getting so deep, guys? Because Frank isn't here, lobbing in unhelpful jokes. Anyway, don't tell him I said that. It's fine, it's fine. So here is a question from Naz, who says, how did you approach the illustrations for Jeffrey Gets the Jitters? Um, all my picture books start in the same way, which is me doodling about in a sketchbook with a pencil or a biro or whatever. I'm not very precious about paper or pens. I just use whatever is to hand because sometimes if the paper's too posh or the pens are too posh, I find that I get a bit nervous about what I'm about to draw and I start to second guess myself. So Jeffrey, I was just doodling vulnerable dogs. I mean, who wouldn't want to spend an afternoon drawing vulnerable dogs? And I, I liked, he's wearing uh, a woolly hat. And I really liked that idea because um, I sometimes used to do this. I used to wear big woolly hats and scarves and not take them off because it was a good way to kind of hide. So I thought that's why he's all wrapped up in a big woolly hat. And I just play, really. So I just kind of sketch things and then eventually uh, splodge around making different textures and then plonk it all in my computer. And then I just press Apple I, uh, which is Apple Illustration. A shortcut and it just illustrates the whole book for me using uh, technology that's not true that last bit's a lie I was just being cheeky I shouldn't make jokes about AI should I not in this environment there's no AI on the island of brilliant you'll be relieved to hear I mean there's no I leave alone AI right another question in my jar I reckon I've had more questions than Fran don't you listeners I think that's because I've got more to say. Anyway, this question. What can being able to visualise our jitters do for us? Uh, well, I think the idea I had was if things are always worse when you can't name them, especially for kids, when they can't articulate what a problem is, it, it really makes things feel worse somehow. So I thought maybe by uh, a child looking at a jitter, and I've deliberately made the jitters look kind of goofy, and uh, silly um if you look at a jitter and kind of give it a name and you name it with your worry so jeffrey has a worry about losing his teddy bear uh so he you know he could kind of write that on a jitter um it, it just might help kind of shining the spotlight on what the actual problem is it's kind of just a way to say look open up tell someone about what your worry is things are always uh less fraught when you share with someone or shine a light on them I suppose I hope that makes sense these seagulls are getting feisty I must say has Frank made it to shore I can't see oh well here is a question from Phil Tight hello Phil Tight what does writing a series like Grimwood as opposed to standalones allow you to do hmm well see I'm the writing of middle grade books kind of new to me it's a new world for me so I'm really enjoying the fact that I, I I'm kind of able to broaden out my characters in a way that I'm not used to doing in picture books um I can really just play I can go down blind alleys I can do ridiculous subplots that don't really mean anything but then also behind the ridiculous subplots that don't mean anything I can take my time developing stronger kind of more authentic character arcs like with Grimwood 
Ted and Nancy go through changes in every book, but if you kind of read book one and then compare Ted and Nancy in book three to how they were in book one, you can see that there's a significant shift. It's not just a couple of character traits or Nancy saying, I won't be grumpy anymore, or Ted saying, I'm brave now. It's kind of much deeper than that. You can you can see changes in the way that they speak to the other characters around them and that kind of thing. And and also it just allows me to write more jokes, write more really stupid jokes and just have as much fun as possible. Can't believe they've let me do a series, to be honest. Um, I'm sure many of you feel the same. Right, and here is the last question in my bottle. And it says, have you ever dreamt you were in Grimwood? And what was it like being there? Oh my goodness. Well, you've heard of lucid dreaming. I mean, I, I think I spend half my life in Grimwood. Um, I, I don't know, I probably have I probably have dreamt about it while I was sleeping, but honestly, when I'm not talking or having to interact with people or do something that requires concentration, I am basically in Grimwood or in my other books at all times. I really like it there, I'll be honest. Uh, I think I might prefer it to the real world. Uh, it's fun. It's pretty smelly, but it's brilliant. You should come. I mean, obviously, it's not as brilliant as the Island of Brilliant. You know, that would be ludicrous. I'm really happy hanging out on the Island of Brilliant. But when I'm not hanging out on the Island of Brilliant, I am in Grimwood. Oh, well, that was I, I enjoyed that very much. Thank you so much for sending your questions in. I suppose I should get back to shore because I cannot spot Frank, which is a worry. I mean, I know he's a pain. If he doesn't get fed and if he doesn't get bath time, he gets very angry. So I should probably let myself drift back to shore. The ukulele off trio? Would you oblige? Could you? Yeah, I bought them along. I'm not rowing myself back. You insane. They're going to take me back to shore and I will say goodbye and hopefully see you again soon on the island of Brilliant. Right, here we go, lads. Pull! 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 I've always wanted to say that. Pull! Pull!